Good morning. Welcome to the practice of being aware of awareness. It's good to be with you. So as we come into these first moments, for me, it's always a wonderful opportunity to notice what's actually here. And almost the first thing attention goes to, I watch, is the thoughts in the mind. It's just kind of habitually oriented to that. So we listen. How willing am I to to just be with the listening. And there's a clear, you know, hearing of sounds, um, traffic way in the background. And there's a concomitant clarity to the to the silence which is here. Way in the distance, I can hear uh, seagulls, other kind of birds very faintly. And my sense is not that they puncture the silence, but they overlay the silence. They come and go within the silence, almost on top of the silence. But if I put my attention on the silence, I can still hear it even amidst uh, sound. So we're just noticing the listening. The listening that's just happening. I'm not really doing listening. Attention's being put on it, but the listening's already in progress. 
if there's a sense that you're doing the listening, try to stop listening for a moment. Turn it off or turn it down. Try to hit the mute button. Listening is not what we do. Listening is what we are. It's ongoing. This innate awareness is always listening. We don't, we don't do something to plug in the audio. Audio is just streaming in. And if, if there's a lack of audio, a lack of sound, the listening knows that too. We can notice with this listening, there's, a, there's an openness, isn't there? An emptiness, a spaciousness. We can also notice that this fundamental listening, it doesn't filter, does it? Just the raw data rolls through. Even if you attempted to cover your ears right now, the listening would still be ongoing. You'd listen to the sound of muffled, sound of your hands moving over your ears.
So while the listening is ongoing, uninterrupted, unfiltered, the question is, what knows that? What is it that we turn to to confirm whether that is true or not for us? We all go to the same place and test it out. See if we can see the same thing or if we are aware of something different. So what is it that's listening to the listening? What is it that's aware of the awareness? So can we confirm first that the listening is present and always listening, but we're not doing it. And second, can we confirm that something knows that Something's aware of that. Something is listening to the listening. One of the quotes we're contemplating in our retreat is it's quotes by David Hawkins, a true pathway unfolds is self-revelatory. And is subject to reconfirmation experientially. 
at some point, a true pathway isn't about learning the concepts for the sake of knowing more words, more ideas. Understanding is a crucial first step, but the purpose of the step is for us to then confirm it or find it not to be so yet in ourselves. So when we ask questions like, what is it that knows listening's ongoing and not sporadic? Right, we've confirmed that it's just continuous. It doesn't start and stop. You don't have a mute mute button. So when we ask what knows that, what we're doing is allowing the true pathway to unfold. Have it reveal itself. And then it's subject to reconfirmation experientially. Like during the course of the day, might be hearing some beautiful sound or some awful sound, might all of a sudden arise to confirm that that listening is ongoing. We're not doing it. It's not us that is doing a listening. So there's no option to not do it. And then we might just wonder, what is it that hears this? What is it that knows it's ongoing? What is it that either checks in or, or when the check-in happens, confirms, yes, this is so? What is that? Another quote along the same lines is, there's a difference between having heard a truth and having discovered it as an inner reality. The way to be it is to own it as an experiential reality. The practice of being aware of awareness, invites an experiential reality, an owning it, a knowing it, a self-revelatory inner confirmation that is subject to reconfirmation experientially.
another quote, awareness of the overall silent contextual field is facilitated by a contemplative lifestyle. What is this ongoing, uninterrupted, non-doing of listening? Is one way to describe it, an overall silent contextual field. So vast, so all-encompassing that all sounds are contained within it. Awareness of the overall silent contextual field is facilitated by a contemplative lifestyle. Another quote, devotion to God replaces the ego's devotion to its own self-interest. Devotion to God replaces the ego's devotion to its own self-interest. Thus, devotion is not the same as piety. All right, piety is a quality of being religious or reverent. Devotion is not the same as piety, nor is it a mood. But instead, 
It is a way of life. A way of being with oneself, God, and the world. So what arises for me is the Adyashanti quote that life unfolds along the lines of what we value most. And certainly it's just another way of saying what we value most when we ask, to what are you devoted? Surely you are devoted, can be said to be devoted to what you value most. So what are we ongoingly devoted to, giving our energy to, our attention to? What is our underlying desire? What by our actions, words, and deeds are we asking consciousness for? It's another way of saying it, right? There's, there's, there's two asks. One is, please take me to the world. I want to believe there are things, if I get them, I will feel safe. I will feel happy and I will feel loved. I want the journey of contrasts. Please take me to the world. And the other desire, the other request, the other ask of consciousness is take me home. I long to know the truth of what I am. I want to learn that I am unaffected reality. I, am, I want to learn I am the wholeness and the fullness of that which created me.
another quote, the inner path is a way of continuously being with oneself and life in the world. Spiritual devotion is a continuous inner lifestyle that incorporates constant watchful awareness. External occurrences are transitory, whereas inner qualities of consciousness are more permanent. Again, the inner path is a way of continuously being with oneself and life in the world. Spiritual devotion is a continuous inner lifestyle that incorporates constant watchful awareness. External occurrences are transitory. Whereas inner qualities of consciousness are more permanent.
So imagine, if you will, that today was the day that your sense of who you were, what you were, that the locus of identity shifted from whatever it is right now to knowing that you are constant, watchful awareness. What does constant watchful awareness need to do? What does constant watchful awareness need to get done? What has constant watchful awareness not done well enough? What does constant watchful awareness fear? What does constant watchful awareness regret? What does constant watchful awareness dread? What does constant watchful awareness wish were different? What does constant watchful awareness hope for but is not sure it will receive?
What does constant watchful awareness worry about? What is constant watchful awareness annoyed by? What does constant watchful awareness know? What does constant watchful awareness try to fix? What does constant watchful awareness resist? What does constant watchful awareness judge?
What does constant watchful awareness imagine? What is constant watchful awareness disappointed about? What is constant watchful awareness aggravated about? What is constant watchful awareness tired of? What has constant watchful awareness had it with? What does constant watchful awareness reject?
What does constant watchful awareness prefer? In what ways does constant watchful awareness believe itself not to be free? And more to the point, what does constant watchful awareness believe? Can constant watchful awareness hold any beliefs? Is constant watchful awareness here right now?
is constant watchful awareness here right now. And is it available to see, to feel, to know, to glimpse all that gets added to it? How it almost seems to become entangled with narratives, with movements of mind, with stories. How it can sometimes get lost in the conditioned belief of identity. The way Helen Hamilton writes it is all of our suffering comes because we assume that we know what we are. She writes, if we really look at all of our beliefs about ourselves, we come to see that they are all based upon the fact that we believe we are this mind and body, that this sense of I is only this. We assume this and simply never question it again. Because this belief is so deeply ingrained, it has a lot of energy and belief from us around it. The habit and tendency to automatically assume this is true is not even noticed, let alone questioned. So what if what we are is constant watchful awareness watching the remnants of the deeply ingrained belief that we are this mind and body?
Dr. Hawkins writes, the inner path is a way of continuously being with oneself and life in the world. Spiritual devotion is a continuous inner lifestyle that incorporates constant watchful awareness. External occurrences are transitory, whereas inner qualities of consciousness are more permanent. A true pathway unfolds is self-revelatory and is subject to reconfirmation experientially. There is a difference between having heard a truth and having discovered it as an inner reality. The way to be it is to own it as an experiential reality. That brings us to the bottom of the hour. <laughs>